Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is the Lois Wetzel Show, and I'm your host and executive producer, Lois Wetzel, coming to you live at 9 a.m. Central Time from Houston, Texas. This radio show is free all the time to my listeners. I have an archived audio library of spiritual and metaphysical teachings here available free at any time of the day or night to everyone on earth with access to a computer. These shows are educational and most of the time I'll be interviewing others who will be telling about what they know, the books they've written or the spiritual work that they do. And sometimes I'll be the one doing the teaching, so please join us anytime, either live or later in the archives. I have a free email newsletter to sign up for that or just to read what's on my website. Go to hotpinklotus.com. Also, I've published two books so far, Edina, Energy Medicine from the Stars, available on Kindle, and Akashic Records, Case Studies of Past Lives, available on Amazon and Kindle. The second book, Akashic Records, is about Akashic Records readings that I've done for other people and the effects of these readings on their lives. I'm still doing Akashic Records readings, so if you're interested, contact me. The call-in number for this show, if you want to make a comment or ask a question on the air, is 347-945-5309. Good morning. It is July the 27th, 2012, Friday, and it's 9 a.m. Central Daylight Time. I'm broadcasting live from Houston, Texas. Today we're going to talk about pyramids and um, the fact that we've been discovering them all over the planet for quite some time, actually. And many times their existence uh, or the knowledge of them has been blocked from um, public consumption, let's put it that way. Uh, Very recently something came to light, as a matter of fact, about a pyramid somewhere between Nome, Alaska, a buried pyramid underground somewhere between Nome, Alaska, and um, Mount McKinley. And if you look at the map, that part of the map is uh, uncharted, which is kind of odd, considering that um, the entire planet has been mapped ever since the late 60s. We've known where everything, everything's been mapped. There's been no blank areas except this one. And... um, a former Army intelligence officer has come forward and retired, come forward and said, um, I heard a radio show in 1992 which um, discussed this pyramid. And then when I, I called my dad when he was in the lower 48 states, the father was, and he said, did you hear that thing about the pyramid in Alaska? And he said, no, that show has not aired. And so then he went to the radio station to see if he could get a copy of it, and they said they'd never broadcast it. However, as he was walking out, one of the technicians told him they had broadcast it, but somebody told him they had to erase it and tell people they never broadcast it. 
So why in 1992, that's 20 years ago, were they trying to hide from us the fact that there is apparently a pyramid underground in Alaska? I'm assuming that's way out in the boonies. Um, So there's no settlements around there that we know of. That's a very interesting story, and if you want to know more about it, go to Linda Howe's website, earthfiles.com. There's a whole lot more information on there. There are pyramids all over the planet, and we're beginning to realize this, and they're ancient pyramids. Uh, We're beginning to realize this for a couple of reasons. One was um, for the reason we found out about the one um, in Alaska, and that is there's been there have been studies of the crust of the earth and this this one uh in 92 happened because of an, uh, an underground nuclear test and done by the chinese um so seismologists and geologists were studying the earth's crust at that time and that's how they noticed this anomalous structure in arkansas i mean alaska and um satellite imaging though more recently has made us aware of a huge number of pyramids in a fascinating variety of locations, including China, um, the Arctic, every continent, pretty much, they've found pyramids. And here's the thing. They're so old that they're all covered up with dirt. So I, I remember from... I think it was sixth grade science, we were taught, now where does soil come from? Well, soil comes from an accumulation of dead plants, dead animals, and bits of, you know, like ground up soil, um, rock. So that's, that's what soil is made from. So over time, that just collects naturally. So if you're talking about a pyramid that's thousands of years old, it can have several feet of naturally occurring soil as life goes on and soil builds up. Then, of course, seeds take root, and there are plants, including trees, growing on these pyramids, and people just think they're hills. And they've thought they were hills for thousands of years because there are a lot of pyramids that are tens of thousands of years old. For example, when I was, let's see, mid-20s, I made a trip with my husband in the car through uh, Mexico and Central America. And all along the way, we stopped and visited pyramids because I was fascinated with them even then. And what I saw was that there were lots and lots of pyramids that were either fully or partially covered by dirt and trees. And they just look like hills. But then part one face, maybe, or part of one face would be uncovered. And um, that would, it would be obvious from, from what had been uncovered that there was actually a structure under there. So, for me, it's not a stretch after seeing hundreds of them. And there's still hundreds and hundreds that haven't been uncovered because there's just not enough money to uncover all those pyramids. It would cost billions and billions of dollars. And it takes a lot of time and careful handwork. You can't get in there with a bulldozer and do it. So, once you've seen pyramids covered by dirt, 
it's not hard to see um, pyramids covered by dirt elsewhere. And one of the ways you figure out if a hill that you think might be a pyramid is to um, check and see with the compass if it, well, first of all, check and see if it's got four triangular faces. They should be equal. I'm not saying that they're equilateral triangles. I'm just saying the four faces should be the same, whether they're equilateral or isosceles or whatever. And one of those faces should be oriented to the north, which would make the others south, east, and west. If you have that, you probably have a pyramid. And they're, as I've said, they're on every continent, and we know that they are. But most people don't don't know that. And many people who've been told that won't accept that. So why is it? Why is it knowing that there are ancient pyramids all over our planet is dangerous or perceived to be dangerous by, let's put in the quotes, the powers that be? So I'm going to let you think about that for a moment, and I'm going to play some music. This is from Adam Hurst. He's a cellist, and the name of it is Ritual, Adam Hurst.
Again, that was Adam Hurst from the album Ritual, and that is the title piece, Ritual. He's a cellist, and he wrote that music himself, and I just think it's awesome. Breathtaking. So let us talk further about pyramids around the globe. There is the one we just mentioned in Alaska between Mount McKinley, buried, of course, between Mount McKinley and uh, Nome. And there are others. There are pyramids in Europe, um, Tenerife for one, step pyramids, which um, for the most part people talk about, the locals talk about those being piles of rocks that the farmers piled up so while they were clearing their fields. Of course, they're perfect step pyramids. Um, they are oriented to the four directions. Um, some people call them the Black Pyramids of Tenerife. Um, and the person who actually discovered this was the Norwegian Thor Heyerdahl, and he found them in 1991, and so the interest in them has definitely spread. He's the guy that wrote the book Contiki. Um, there's an ethnographic park there, and... Um, uh, these pyramids are oriented to the summer and winter solstices. And, you know, I've got this theory about step pyramids. People say, well, why do they have steps? Why are they built that way? Some of them are built slick on the sides, and others are built in steps. And when I studied them in art history and back in the 60s, they said, oh, well, that was more primitive, and finally they decided it looked better to make the sides smooth and all that. I, I don't agree with that. Here's what I think. I think that there has been an ancient... Uh, practice, which is, by the way, being revived all over the planet, having to do with what some people have called sun worship, which is kind of ignorant. That's not what it is. Well, on some level it is, kind of. Um, but it's not worship of the sun as a god, but as a giver of life. And it's not worship in our normal sense of the term, um, but what people used to know and what some people now know is that you can live off sunlight. Um, don't try this at home, kids. It'll kill you. But if you're coached through a process slowly and gradually by someone else who's done it, you can move from eating food to just living off sunlight. And, the, and what you do is the energizing light has to come in through your eyes, and it's the first 10 minutes only as the sun rises and sets. So I was playing around with that for a while, and I thought, gosh, too bad it only lasts 10 minutes. And then I thought, what if I had an elevator up the side of a building? And then it popped into my head, oh, that's what the step pyramids were. If you're at the top in the morning when the sun comes up, you can gradually go down those stairs, those steps, one at a time, and get that first 10 minutes over and over and over again to build up your reserves. It's of uh, sunlight in your body. It's no coincidence that the energy uh, producing organelles in the cells of our bodies um, are the same as in plants. We have um, we have are they called the mitochondria, and they produce energy from light. 
surprise, surprise. So that's what I think step pyramids are for, is for in the evening you go down to the bottom and then you work your way up. And in the morning when the sun's coming up, you go to the top and work your way down. That way you get your 10 minutes over and over and over again. And it's uh, straight up sun around noon. It's the most damaging according to the ancients. So that's why they built step pyramids, and that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. And um, there are other places besides, uh, there are other places all over the planet where there are step pyramids besides Tenerife. Um, Some of the other places where there are pyramids, uh, Antarctica, there is a a map called the Piri Reis, R-E-I-S, P-I-R-I-R-E-I-S, map that existed several hundreds of years before or was created several hundreds of years before we discovered that there was a landmass under all that ice down south. And um, what they've discovered as well is that there are pyramids on that landmass. Um, so if you're curious about that, there's a good website, and it's V as in Victor, B as in Boy, hyphen tech, T-E-C-H dot C-O dot Z-A. Okay, the Piri Race map. And it talks about... Well, let's talk about who he was. He was a famous 15th century Turkish admiral. And uh, this map he created was discovered by historians in 1929. And it shows the Antarctic landmass, the way it it exists beneath the ice. And a copy of this map was given to the United States Hydrographic Institute, and they were amazed because it's totally accurate. And it was drawn 300 years, like I said, before Antarctica had been discovered. Let's put that discovered in quotes. Let's call it rediscovered. We think when we find it uh, that it couldn't have existed or no one could have known about it previous to that, but that's just pure silliness. Rediscovered. They even used it to correct some of their own maps. Perry Race himself stated that his map was created from even earlier maps called Portolans, and what astounds us these scientists today is how uh, the maps were created in ancient times without the benefit of aerial or satellite survey facilities. Um, so, of course, that, you know, how do you create such an accurate map if you can't get above it? Well, maybe they did get above it, or maybe they copied from some older maps where people got above it, and uh, we've, something's happened on Earth, and we've lost a lot of the knowledge we once had. That's what I believe, and I'm not the only one that thinks it, actually. Um, So that's Antarctica, and then there are Chinese pyramids, which were discovered by satellite imaging, and they're all lined up. Many of these pyramids are lined up with um, each other or with uh, important places on the planet, and a lot of them have got... um, Alignments to certain stars, some to Orion, some to Sirius, some to summer and winter solstice. Um, I'm talking about pyramids all over the planet now. Um, and here, there's an interesting site called 2012changesarenow.com, and they talk about the Chinese pyramids. And they believe that it's evidence of alien visitors. I used to think that too, and I do believe we've had alien visitors, but I also think that human beings have, in the ancient past, based on what I've seen doing Akashic Records readings, that in the ancient past we had incredible, incredible technological advances that we lost somehow. Um, But on this site they've got pictures of these uh, 
from the air, these pyramids. And they say that according to old Chinese legends, over 100 pyramids built in China are evidence of visits paid by aliens to the planet. And at the very beginning of the century, two Australian merchants traveled to the vast plains of Xiaoan in the central part of China where they found over 100 pyramids. They asked the superior of the local monastery about the pyramids, and he said that they were, quote, very old. The first record of these pyramids was written over 5,000 years ago, so it has to be that they're even older. You can't write about something when it doesn't exist. The merchants also discovered that the pyramids belonged to the epoch when China was ruled by ancient emperors who believed in the existence of extraterrestrial civilizations. Moreover, the emperors themselves insisted that they were ancestors of the sons of the sky who had landed the earth who had landed on earth on iron dragons. So aliens are alleged to have been the constructors of the pyramids. Um, and then in March of 94, Austrian Hartwig Hausdorff made a trip to the area close to the city of Xi'an, the capital of the Shanghai province, which is situated in the central part of China, and these territories were closed for foreigners. Um, but during the tour, the Austrian discovered six legendary pyramids, and he organized another tour to China in October of 94, this time with a video camera. Smart thinking, Hartwig. Hausdorff managed to shoot an 18-minute film, and when he returned home, he decided to watch the film that he had shot in China, but the Austrian was extremely surprised to see more pyramids in the background. He counted over 100 standing in the area of 2,000 square meters. Kilometers, sorry. <laughs> that would be a lot. Uh, to, uh, 100 of them in 2,000 square kilometers. Some of the pyramids are currently in really bad condition, and they had been plundered by local citizens. And you know what? This has happened all over the planet. People see something like uh, building blocks stuck on an old hill, and they go, ooh, that would be cool to build a house out of. Uh, and so they just dig them up, and they reuse them because they don't have enough building materials, and they don't understand about the significance of of archaeology. A lot of them have been dis destroyed in Central and South America, uh, Central America and Mexico like that. In fact, a whole lot of roads were destroyed in that way and thousands of pyramids. So some of the pyramids are currently in bad condition um, in China and they're built mostly of loam and soil and some farmers destroyed the pyramids to take the loam and soil to their fields and used them in the farms. But when Hausdorff decided to continue his investigation of these pyramids, he faced a lot of problems. He was allowed to continue his investigation, but the Chinese government banned any excavations in the area. Boy, is this common. Lots of governments ban excavations. In fact, most of them. So you might be saying, what kind of construction are these pyramids? The heights are of the pyramids situated in Xiaoan are from 25 to 100 meters, with the exception of one pyramid situated in the north, and it's called the Great White Pyramid, which is said to be about 300 meters high. This pyramid can be uh, called the mother of all Chinese pyramids, according to the guy who writes this blog. Again, the name of the blog is 2012 Changes Are Now. I have not looked at the rest of this blog, just the one, uh, the page on the Chinese pyramids. So I'm not going to tell you I agree with everything on the guy's blog. I'm just saying that particular page was interesting. There are, of course, as many of you who have listened to my radio show before, uh, massive pyramids 
in a small town in Bosnia called Visoko. And um, they were discovered by a man who worked here in Houston. He was a Bosnian who built a business here in Houston and spent his spare time looking at uh, Mayan pyramids and pyramids all over the world, ultimately. But he got a Ph.D. in Mayan studies because he was so fascinated with Mayan pyramids. And so when he went back back home to visit some friends in um, Bosnia, he went to a a museum in Visoko and um, looked out the window and went, well, what is that over there? Oh, it's a hill. We let's go look at it. So he goes. They all go over to this hill, which he realizes is a very strangely shaped hill, like shaped like a pyramid, but no one notices it. And he takes out his compass, which he carried in his pocket, Indiana Jones style, and um, measured the uh, direction. And sure enough, one side faced cosmic north and they've since measured it as being the one that is the most accurate in terms of cosmic north of any pyramid on the planet and uh, there are five pyramids in that valley and uh, he's currently excavating those and of course this is a slow process he's not getting any funding from the government in fact mainly what he's gotten in the past is severe resistance Um, and so why is that? well One government's not going to have resistance for the same reason as the next government, but um, I'll tell you, uh, here's what I think about the academic community. They don't want to rewrite the books because then some of the theories they got famous writing and um, books they've written and all that are just completely outmoded. So let's block progress to protect your uh, academic career seriously. That's not very scientific of you. But anyway, that's why a lot of academicians just go, no, no, it can't be a pyramid. I didn't find it. Um, a little sarcasm there. Um, but anyway, they are pyramids because I've been there, and I'm going back again this uh, August. I'm going to stay for a while longer this time. And um, I've seen the massive massive man-made blocks that cover the sides of these pyramids, particularly the Pyramid of the Sun. And they're gigantic, huge, huge blocks. Um, Probably, I'm going to say probably about five feet, six feet wide by um, 10, 12 feet long. That's just my guesstimate from my memory. Um, but they cover, and it's a cement, it's a poured thing, okay? Uh, but it's like five times harder than any cement that we've got. And yes, cement gets harder over time, so that could be part of it. But it's very fine-grained cement, much finer than anything we currently know how to make. And um, they're very evenly placed, and they're all over this pyramid that is, I mean, if you had to walk around it because... I did kind of walk, covered like three sides of it. It's many miles around. Um, and there are tunnels underneath it, just like there are with many, many other pyramids on the planet. And the cool thing about the Bosnian Pyramid Complex is they're being very, very open 
about uh, what they discover. They make it public. They recently went into some new tunnels um, and um, did a video and sent them out, for, sent it out for everyone to see. They went into areas that no human being's been in in at least 12,000 years because that's how old the soil is, according to the archaeologists who've been there. That's how old the soil buildup is on the outside of the pyramid. So that means that's when they stopped using it. That's when it stopped being uh, something that people took care of. The, the dirt started building up 12,000 years ago. That means the pyramids were built long before that. And there are tunnels underneath that have been filled, artificially filled up, to protect the contents, I assume. And the only, very few artifacts and um, writings, there are some markings that look like runes, R-U-N-E-S, runic markings, so uh, they're constantly discovering more things in the tunnels and on the outside of the pyramids. And um, recently somebody plowed up a road, a farmer plowed up a road so that no one would use it to get to the top of the Pyramid of the Sun. This was last summer. And they found some little artifacts that look sort of like the Venus of Wellendorf. Um, so Lord knows what's down there under the dirt. It's just mind-boggling, all the things. And it'll take decades, decades to uncover these pyramids because that's how long it's taking in Mexico. It's just a massive, massive undertaking. But it's exciting. And um, so why do governments, the big governments, they've got to have some some reason they don't want us to know about all these pyramids. They can't hide the ones in Mexico and South Central America or in Egypt because we all know about them. But they can send out disinformation to stop us from believing that there are pyramids on every planet because then we'd have to start saying, why? Why were they important? What is it we don't know? And here's what it is. At least this is what I think. And other people think it too, but I'm just going to speak for me. And that is that these pyramids uh, are generating energy. And simply by virtue of their shape, they are in, they're generating something called piezo, P-I-E-Z-O, hyphen electric energy, piezoelectric energy. They're generating that simply because of their shape. And I studied this in a sacred geometry class in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, uh, in 2007, two years before I ever met Dr. Osmanagic and found out about pyramids in Bosnia. And one of the things we uh, were taught is that there's a beam of energy that comes out the top of any pyramid and it goes straight through the earth in the opposite direction as well. And that it's generated by simply by the shape. So this is ancient technology that's very simple that we've forgotten and that's that certain shapes generate energy which means free energy. I mean, how simple is that? If you can harness that energy, and why shouldn't we be able to if we put our minds to it? So there are these pyramids, and they're lined up, as we said earlier, to various stellar configurations. Uh, and then they're lined up to each other, and they're placed in certain spots on the Earth's grid in terms of where the ley lines are. So all that adds up to something, and I don't think any of us yet know what that is. A lot of people think aliens built them. I'm thinking aliens may have 
come to visit periodically, and they may have built them, and it may be that we also had uh, high levels of civilization a long, 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 long time ago. We didn't just pop up on the planet 6,000 years ago. We've been here for 500,000 years in one form or another because I've seen it. I've seen it looking at the Akashic Records. I've seen strange civilizations, strange artifacts, beautiful things, sometimes not so beautiful, strange ways of living. A lot of people have lived underground because they didn't want to mar the surface of the planet. They thought it was beautiful. Or people have lived underground uh, because it was uh, healthier, they thought. Um, sometimes to avoid uh, war, being captured in war, or to survive nuclear accident type things. Um, and they've had many different kinds of conveyances and buildings and clothes and jewelry and abilities and knowledge that uh, we suffered some form of amnesia as a race of beings. And it was probably about 12,000 years ago. But there was a time when we were a lot more evolved than we are now, spiritually particularly. There is such a thing as spiritual technology, and the pyramids have to do with that as well. Uh, spiritual technology is that energy which you generate from within. And I'm not going to go any further into that because that's a huge, gigantic subject all by itself. Um, but if you want to get stronger spiritually, you meditate, but I've told everybody that before. If you want to learn more about the Bosnian pyramids, which of course are also in Europe, as, as are the ones in Tenerife, um, then just Google, Google Bosnian pyramids and you will see uh, wonderful websites that talk all about it. You'll see blogs and you'll see people who are just vehemently denying that they're real uh, saying everybody who believes it's nuts, that it's a horrible hoax. And why? Again, what we said about academics and how they don't want to have to rewrite history because then the books they wrote are no longer accurate. And there are also the people that just, for whatever reason, and I think of the term secret governments, uh, for whatever reason don't want us to know who we are. They don't want us to know the magnificence of everything that we have been. They don't want us to find free energy. And, oh, by the way, I told Dr. Osmanagic a few years ago, that, or probably about two years ago, that there should be a beam of energy coming out the top of that pyramid. And, by the way, there is. There should be coming out of each pyramid. But they measure, measured it, and it gets stronger as it gets away from the planet, further away, which is a form of technology we know nothing about. But it is generating energy and has been for 12,000 years. So whoever it is that doesn't want us to know about free energy... They would want to make sure nobody believes that's for real. Um, if you want to see some more information, uh, I have a blog, Hot Pink Lotus, L-O-T-U-S dot blogspot dot com, and I've got some information about a lot of a lot of trips I've taken, but a lot of information also about the Bosnian pyramids on there, and um, some of it very very recent um, discoveries. So, if you want to know more about uh, pyramids in general, Google is your friend. 
And also Dr. Osmanagich has recently written a book um, available on Kindle, Pyramids Around the World. Um, and it's full of scientific information and pictures, 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 lots of evidence. And I highly recommend that you write that. Or read that. Don't write it. It's already written. <laughs> read it. Um so, I'm going to be heading out there in a couple of weeks, and I'll be broadcasting. Woohoo! I figured out how to broadcast through Skype here on Blog Talk Radio, so I'll probably be doing some of that. And um, taking pictures and uploading it to my blog. And if you're on my email newsletter, you will get. Um, of course, there's an RSS feed on the blog, too. You can sign up for the blog. But. Um, you can also sign up for my email newsletter, hotpinklotus.blogspot.com. I'm sorry, my newsletter is hotpinklotus.com, and just go to the newsletter sign-up link on the right. Um, and that's hotpinklotus.com. That's my primary website. And um, keep up with me while I'm traveling. I, I won't just be in... Um, the region of the pyramids I'm going to take some side trips but I'm also going to follow guidance after I get there as to which side trips to take and who to go with there will be people there who want to do some side trips and some of them I've met and some of them I haven't and I'm just going to let my guidance take care of um, where I go and with whom Uh, there are a lot of things to see and I kind of hope that I'm going to put it out there in the, into the universe. I'm hoping I get to go to Gobekli Tepe because it's not that far to northern Turkey. And uh, yes, Mother, I'll stay away from southern Turkey, which borders Syria. Um, no, my mother doesn't listen to this. Um, yeah, I want to go to Gobekli Tepe and a lot of other places. So I'll uh, I'll keep you posted, especially if you sign up for my newsletter at hotpinklotus.com, or you can just go follow me on my blog, hotpinklotus.blogspot.com. Okay. Also, I'll be doing, I'll still be doing past life readings from over there. I figured out, ta-da, how to post them without a phone. Yay. How to post them so people can listen to them. By post, I mean send you a private link to a private recording without using a phone, which was kind of challenging, but I figured it out. So, come talk to me next week. Come listen as I yak. Or you can call in. Hey, you can call in and ask questions or share information. I'm going to be talking to this really cool girl named Molly McCord. And she's got a website called ConsciousCoolChic.com. And uh, she's a very interesting woman. She's going to be doing a an internet conference this summer in mid-August while I am in Bosnia or wherever the heck I am. And we're going to record my presentation this week. And um, so we'll be talking to her next week. So do show up. And thank you for listening today. And we'll talk to you next week. This is Karanesh, Ancient Voices, from the album Call of the Mystic.
Thank you.